This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hi, welcome back to Betch Slaps. I'm Samantha. I'm Jordana. And we just got off the plane from Austin, Texas, from South by Southwest, and we're feeling great having been up since three in the morning. Yes, we're not at all irritable. We're very excited. Yeah, not at all irritable. <laughs> super, super happy to be having a conversation with each other, which we've been doing for the past six days straight. Yes. I can't wait till this is done and I can like not speak to you for the rest of the day. I know. It's going to be amazing. We shared a room. We did. We had, um, a, we had actually like a really good hotel. That was probably like the most amazing part. Okay, let's talk about South by Southwest. What do you think? I still am not entirely sure what it is, <laughs> but um, it does seem like... It was fun. We like met some very cool people, but at the same time, all these things kind of seem like a like circle jerk of people congratulating each other on their uh, tech industry successes. Yeah, like you're so awesome. I'm so awesome. Let's exchange business cards and do this like form of socially acceptable social climbing. Exactly. Um, can we talk about how like networking is just like terrible? It sucks. It's it's worse than dating. Yeah. Because, like, you're not going to get fucked at the end. Exactly. <laughs> um, maybe it's not if you're, like, not. I feel like I'm kind of an introvert. I feel like you sort of are, too. I'm an outgoing introvert. Yeah, I'm not an out- I'm a non-outgoing introvert. Um, and talking to people about, like, stupid shit that doesn't matter is, like, painful. Oh. Like, let's just discuss that no one cares if you're from Austin or not. Or, like, how long you've been in town. Or, like, is how it long your first you're staying until... Right. Or like what, or to be honest, like what you do, unless it like directly pertains to me. Right. Um, so yeah, right. I mean, obviously we really love meeting new people. So if you ever see us, I'll definitely <laughs> come introduce yourself and uh, talk about where you're from. Yeah. I mean, I, I just realized that I have like two modes of conversation only. Like it's either like we're not speaking or we're speaking about um, extremely deep. deep things, but like you can't get to that with new people if you don't first make the small talk, but I'm incapable of making small talk. It's also just like doing it. So over so many days for so long is like very draining. It's so painful. Like I just couldn't speak. Like I would be having conversations. I'd be like, I'm not physically present in my body during this. Like it's just just outwardly looking at back down on myself, wondering why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like waiting to see what I'm going to like scroll through on my phone next. Wow. We are so good at networking guys. Yeah. We love meeting new people. Um, no, I'm finding it impressive when people are able to do that and they like do enjoy like getting to know people and finding out like their stories and like who they are and all that other stuff. Maybe I'm just like a little too self-centered to be able to like really do that. Right. Like I don't know how we um, will ever learn to be those people. Is it is well, it not going to happen for us? I think we were talking about this last night where it's like. Is there a point in your life when you get to just like stop meeting new people? No. Like, it, like maybe there's a, maybe you could just move to an island and like just surround yourself with like a, three friends and like a husband and children and then like never speak to anyone. So again. you want to live in like a colony? Like your own house. Adam and Eve had it, had it best. You know, it was two people. <laughs> that was it. And then like God, that was like it. It was over. They got kicked out. Um, it sucks. They did get kicked out, but like, where they got kicked out to to go where to do also not talk to anyone? Like, right? There was no other. People. There's not like there, there are, are more kids. people in the world. You know what? I also I hate crowds. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst. I don't like concerts really. Even like either. It's just like I'd rather just listen to the band's music, like in really loud, my own home. Yeah, 
like good acoustics. Um, yeah. Just going back to your point about do you ever get to stop meeting new people? I think the answer is no. Like you go to the nursing home, like you have to meet a whole group of people. Okay, but it's also you're giving me anxiety. This, if I'm this bad at meeting people now, I'm only gonna get worse. Why would I get better? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like for the fact that I um, had a middle seat on the airplane, I'm actually not not doing as terribly as I thought I would. I guess we slept the entire way. Right. So that was nice. Right. We've also been just drinking and eating for days. It's yeah. all there is to do in Texas. Just yeah. eat and, and drink and then eat more. And not get an Uber because they don't have Uber. And then get your ride share and say y'all. And then yeah. go home and do it all again. The next yeah, day. it it was fun. It was fun. Um, okay, but another cool. thing that we uh, that happened this week besides South by Southwest um, was the Bachelor finale, the moment we've all been not really waiting for because we don't really give a shit because Nick's like the we're worst. over him. Um, so we picked Vanessa, which you already knew, let's be honest, because yeah. you read the spoilers, you read reality No, I scene. didn't read the spoilers. Oh, I thought you did. No, I just heard. You just heard it on the street? That was yeah. the word on the, in the underground the... Bachelor yeah. uh, discussion? The, the coveted information. Well, I was reading an article this morning about how someone was like, I like reading the spoilers because I kind of like to like see, like know who he picks and then sort of like see how he got there. I the agree. Core, which sure. is kind of interesting, actually. I'm just not truly invested, like, enough to care if I know or don't know who wins. Like, I just do not care. Um, well, I just feel like it makes me, like, if I have to watch it, I'm, like, more excited to watch it if I don't know what's going to happen. Really? Okay, well. But, uh, Vanessa's super annoying, as we know. They hate each other. Right. Well, she he only likes Vanessa because she's, like, the one giving him the most shit. Agreed, because he hates himself. Right. He really should be with... A raven who actually likes him. And is a nice girl. I don't think Vanessa's not a nice girl. She's just like the worst kind of girl. She's yeah. not the worst. Kind, like I don't think the worst kind of girls are like are like not nice girls. The worst kind of girls are like girls who like are on this high horse thinking that they're like amazing yeah. and hot shit. And like have this, this like Marnie. I think we talked about this last week. She's a Marnie. A Marnie air of like I'm, I'm on this show. I'm on The Bachelor. But I'm also better than it. It's right. like the... Um, who else? Marnie from Girls, just so everyone's clear. It's like the Yolanda Foster of um of The Bachelor, where she's like, these girls are so are so petty and they're constantly fighting. It's like, yeah, you're on the show too, bitch. It's like the also right. like Ariana is kind of like that too. It's like I love there's Ariana. a little bit there's something a little bit annoying about like being involved in something and thinking you're too good for it at the same time. It's either like don't be if you're too good for it, that's fine. Like I hope a lot of people are too good for Vanderpump Rules or The Bachelor or any of these reality shows, <laughs> but then. Don't go on. Or if you do go on, pretend you're not too good for it because it was your choice to get on it. Just an anecdote for my morning. This morning, we were sitting in the airport and Jordana turns to me and goes, I can't believe I'm one of the people who watches Vanderpump Rules. I'm part of the problem. I am part of the problem. I can't believe yeah. I've become this person. Like, of course you yeah. have. That's the worst part about watching these shows is I'm now someone who watches these shows. Yeah, here's you know? the thing. Here's the here's the thing though. You're saying that you hate the people who complain about being part of it. Like if we were on the show, we would do that. I wouldn't be on the show. Right. But let's say you were. We would be the ones bitching about everyone else and saying No, that because we're if I was going to go on the show, it. I'd be like I'm on the show and I'm like going to pretend like I love it or like I'm like or it, that's what's refreshing about someone like Corinne is that like she's on the show. She's like 
she probably thinks she's too good for the show, but she's not saying that. She's just feeding into like what the show has given her and like exploiting it. So she owns the show. The show doesn't own her. Right. Corinne, a hero of our time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't like what that said. I'm like, okay, if like you found out that Obama watched his weekly lineup was like Vanderpump Rules Monday, Real House of <laughs> Beverly Hills Tuesday, The Bachelor also on Monday, and like an occasional Summer House. Right. An occasional episode of Sixty Minutes, but then he goes back to Summer House. Like, would you feel confident with him running America? Um, no. Not that he does anymore. <laughs> we were very aware that the election's yes. over. Yes, we heard he doesn't run America anymore. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I would I would feel upset if that were the situation. But I don't think that like our current president doesn't do that, maybe. Like yeah, I wouldn't if be you surprised me, if he was like very invested in Summer House. Yeah. <laughs> like he would be I think he fits with them just well. He fits great with all that. Right. But we're not I don't admire him, so I find that not to be like that that um reassuring. So are you saying because of my TV schedule I can't be president? I think there's a few other reasons, but yeah, I think that's right. part of it. I'm not um, 35. Yet. Anyway, I would like to evolve into a person who does not watch any of this shit. Um we'll see where I am in a year from now and then we'll have nothing to discuss on this podcast. Right. I never thought I would be a person who is the person I am now, but here you are. Here I am. So things change, you know. So you could change. You could be a non-Vanderpump Rules watcher. Right. In a year. Um, Just work hard at it every day. 365 days of living Vanderpump Rules list. Okay. What are we talking That's about true. next? Okay. So I heard that Mike Pence hates pie day. Why does Another he care? News. What? Who, what? He hates math. Calls his wife mother and hates math. That sounds like yeah. the most fun. Right. I mean, the vice president should definitely be a guy who hates math. I could see him hating circles just in general. Like the yeah. idea of them. <laughs> why like the idea of, of of like a point on a on a map or on a surface not ending in like hell and instead <laughs> ending where it starts like it's too like holistic for him yeah he's not a very zen guy yeah um absurd wait what do you mean he hates pie like what what where did you get this from i he read it online day. that he hates pie day I don't he's not understand. interested in that being like a national day. It's not a national day. It's, it's like an unofficial thing. thing, but it's like it's about math. Three three point one four. Yeah, but no one ca- who cares. Like, did it? Did you do anything to celebrate? Yeah, I mean, who cares about gay marriage? But he that obviously cares obviously gay a lot about that is too. A bit more important than Pi Day. What the I'm saying in terms <laughs> of like to Mike to Mike Pence's life, it's probably. No, no, there's there, there's no way that Pi Day is they're equivalent both, to gay marriage in terms of significance. To Mike Pence, they're both equally offensive. How <laughs> is Pi Day offensive? It's a date. I'm getting really upset. You obviously don't know the okay. many conservative Republicans. It's not a it's not a political stance to like or dislike Pi Day. It's not a thing. Who even cares? Mike Pence cares. Mike Pence should get over it. Okay. And um, Jesse James, Sandra Bullock's ex, is tired of people yelling at him for cheating on Sandra Bullock. That was a clean says, segue. <laughs> he says cheating is a part of life. I'm moving on in the, in the world of the news. Um, he says cheating is a part of life. Um, who He sounds like the Marnie of his marriage to Sandra Bullock. I mean, murdering is a part of life, too, in the fact that it like happens, but that doesn't make it okay. Yeah, I think he thinks this, he seems to think that everyone cheats, which makes it okay. Which I is the worst kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, you suck. Um, He's also a Trump supporter. Okay, we have a very more winner. winner. We have a winner. It kind of makes me question like Sandra Bullock in general. Like, I love her on screen persona. I think she's lovely. Um, 
But the fact that she was married to this guy who's like so clearly like a terrible, terrible right, but you guy. Don't, you don't know Jesse James. Would you rather be married to Jesse James he's or also to like Mike a neo Nazi? Is he? Yeah. Oh, I really hate him now. He's like terrible. And she was like, that's the thing. Like he owned like all this like Nazi memorabilia. He's like kind of a maniac. But like she was married to him and like that's I mean it says something. She chose to marry it's, him. It's so weird that someone would actually like seek out Nazi memorabilia. Like that, like forget forget it. Even if you, like, why would you pick that? Like, why would you want that? Right? Is it worse to want that or to want to be with someone who wants that? I think it's it? worse to yourself want it, um, because obviously she could probably like look over these weird qualities. But like, Matt, like, would you ever just like try to collect like the memorabilia of? like an evil genocidal regime i guess some people think of it i mean like i think the in the in hypothetically speaking one could collect that stuff as just sort of like a historic collection of things it's also okay. like people like people really in the south really like a lot of them really like the confederate flag which is like also a symbol of some terrible things right i think this is different but i agree it's different but i'm up. saying like i can see i don't think that i think he's probably just a terrible person but i think that um it's possible probably to like collect that kind of stuff as like historic war facts or some shit like maybe that. we should get him on the podcast and ask him i don't want jesse james a- if you're listening <laughs> yeah you want to come on the podcast we probably we want to berate you about your nazi memorabilia in yes. person if so contact if us if you're interested contact us at slapped at betches.com <laughs> yeah. also contact us um if you have any questions um for a dear batch for advice we're about to do a couple of those so if you have any questions that you want us to answer on air email us at slapped at betches.com and um if your answer is both both quality in length <laughs> and content we will probably answer it yeah and that was directed not at jesse james but at the general audience <laughs> <laughs> so you recently moved right yeah what did, did you find decorating like hard or yeah i mean i love decorating but one of the other than furniture, one of, like, the hardest things, I think, is doing your walls and getting, like, cool art and cool pictures and framing things. And I – so I discovered this company called FrameBridge. Um, they basically make everything, like, really easy for you. You select a frame or, or they can help you choose. You can live chat them and they're, like, super attentive. You can upload the photo from your computer or, or from Instagram because, you know, we're not on Instagram enough. And then you like can look, you can see how it's going to look, and then they send it to you in the frame, and it's really and it makes it really easy, right? Like, um, I I had this uh, picture of this like really cool sunset that I took on Instagram, and I got it, I sent it out, and I got it framed through Framebridge, and they sent it back, and it just like looks really cool, and it's like I I'm not really an artist per se, but. it was just like that happened to be the one picture that I took was good, that was good, and now I feel like my apartment is like more personal. It has like my own personal touch, and I picked. Yeah, that's framing, awesome because so. framing stores are so annoying, and like, how do you know how it's gonna really look? This actually looks really awesome. Yeah. So, so um, if you go to FrameBridge.com and you use the promo code Betches, you'll get an additional fifteen percent off your first order. Um, so remember, just go to FrameBridge.com and use the promo code Betches, and you can try it out for yourself, and you'll see it's really cool. Yeah. And their prices are pretty pretty low and really nice quality. They start at $39. All shipping is free. It's actually like an insane deal, and you guys should totally get on it. Remember, framebridge.com, and then use the promo code BETCHES for 15% off. Okay, so let's do a Dear Betch. Okay. Do you want to do the first one? I'll read it, yeah. Dear Betches. I just have a lot of feelings. Dear Betches, I love the podcast. Makes my week every week. 
Thank you. Normally, I would just ask my guy friends for advice on guys, but this is something they can't really relate to and what I think a lot of girls can relate to. I went on a Bumble date with a guy I recognized from college who I always thought was super cute, super hot, ETC. We hit it off really well, got along great, introduced him to my friends, and went on a few more dates. But in the meantime, I'm thinking back in my head, wow, he looks a lot cuter and better looking in college. Same with his pictures. So, of course, being the shallow betch that I am, I asked my friends what they thought of him. Their responses varied from he is super nice and fun, but he's kind of short and kind of has a pizza face. You can slash you've done better. But if you like him, go for it. Keep in mind, he is still three to four inches taller than me. But with heels, this is a different story. Well, it turns out now we are officially dating. He's pretty much perfect and we like all the same stuff. But I can't get over how he isn't nearly as cute as he used to be. Am I a bad person for dating him if I'm not 100% physically attracted to him? Does it really matter all that much? I usually don't care what people think about me. But I don't want people thinking I, I downgraded from my ex. My ex already significantly downgraded looks-wise. Sincerely, are looks all that matters? Okay, wait, so you love him and it's amazing, but you're not attracted to him. I don't understand how you even got this far if you're actually not attracted to him. I agree. It sounds like you care more about what other people think because that's what your majority of this letter is sort of about. Is about like you sort of surveying all your friends, which is your first issue because you should never ask your friends like if you should like a guy or like what they think of him because it doesn't matter as long as he's not like a terrible guy. As like, long as he's not connecting Nazi memorabilia. I would never ask my friends like if they thought like the guy I was dating was like hot enough for me. I would ask them like... Do you think he's an asshole or not? Right, or if they liked him, or if he's like a nice, if he seemed like a good guy, not like, yeah. What do you think of his skin? Is it clear enough? Is he clear? Is his skin clear enough for my boyfriend? Or does it remind you of pepperoni? Right. So like you say that like you don't really care what other people think, but your message and your words seem to imply that you do. Um, I also don't think you can like really, really start dating someone if you don't, if you're not attracted to them at all. I think especially with girls, it's like once you get to know them, once you get to their personality, if you like them. You can't, for me at least, with any guy I'm dating, the more I'm dating them, the less I even like see any of that stuff. Right. So, like, if you like him, you should keep dating him. If you like him, like, truly deep down, not thinking about what anyone else thinks, you should keep dating him. And if you don't like him, then you should stop dating him. Right. And find someone new that you like and you are definitely more attracted to. I feel like she does really like him. I think she's just, like, really preoccupied with what the world thinks of, like, is she downgrading? Like, is she dating someone hot enough for her? Where it's like, who cares what any of those people think? Like, if you really like the person, like, maybe he has a better personality than you and he's downgrading. Like, maybe you suck. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, you should think about that, maybe. Yeah, and I mean, sounds like he's taller than you, even if he's kind of short. So, if like, it's the kind of thing where if you, like, think he's attractive, it doesn't matter. But anyway, it's actually better if you think... I think it's yeah. better if you think he's attractive but no one else does, like... Less worrying for you yeah, about him true. out in the world. That's true. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it. Dear Batch, first of all, podcast is amazing slash hysterical and Fetches have had such an impact on my growth as a Batch and feminist <laughs> and you guys rock. Thank you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, here's my question. I realize we could skip all of, like, when reading the these Dear Batches. Praise. We could skip the personal praise, but, like, why, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I've been in a relationship for about three years now. We're super happy, and I could really see us long term. He's funny, hot. My mom loves him, and he's intelligent, which is actually part of the issue I'm having. Interesting. He's ever too since, smart. Ever since we started, if it doesn't have a pizza face, it's just that he's too smart. <laughs> yeah. Woman, right? Um, ever since we started dating, he's preparing to to get into medical school. Last week, he got his MCAT results, and they weren't good enough to get him in. This was his hard. This was his third time taking it, and the last time he took the test, he spent months preparing and studying 
as one does for a major exam. When he's studying, he's not very available. When he is, he's exhausted or thinking about the about that effing test. He can be short, irritable, and isn't really present when we spend time together and doesn't provide the support I need. I don't want to be demanding when this test is so important to his future, but as a partner in this relationship, sometimes I need a little support too. I'm well aware I'm at a much less stressful point in my life, so I can give more, but this test has been a presence throughout our entire relationship, and I'm sick of it. The last thing I want to do is make him feel guilty about spending time together when he's trying to become a pediatric heart surgeon. <laughs> but this is really draining. When he's, test when he's testing, I feel like I'm pouring energy into him. There's no give and take. All, all this to say, how do I stay supportive and sane as he preps for his test again <laughs> without being selfish? I'd love to hear your thoughts. And as always, thanks for everything you guys do. XO, med school girlfriend. Okay. Um... I don't want to say that, okay, I'm going to give an answer, and I don't want to say that it's definitely true. I don't know this person, but I think that, like, this probably would be a persistent problem throughout life in various different forms, most likely. Like, life doesn't get easier. Like, the MCAT is, like, a relatively um, simple challenge. It's. A, I mean, it's hard, but, no, like, it's, I, it's, a, yeah, it's right. hard, but it's, in like, the binary. People, right. Or, is that not the right word? No, it's not binary. What's it's the, but, what do you, I don't know what you're trying to say. It's like, it's like a very clear, like one, right. it's not like, it doesn't have like a lot of like nuances to it. It's like, you got to right. do well on the test. Right. Like many people have yeah. taken, survived the MCAT. Like, it's not like a major life struggle. So if this guy isn't able to give to you at all because of a standardized test, then like what's more concerning is how much can he give to you in actually Diff really hard, challenging situations. Right. How does he handle stress in general? Like, is he going to withdraw and be irritable and annoying for the right. whole time? And, like, one thing we should, should learn, and, like, the best thing, I think, when dealing with people, um, is that someone can be unhappy, but that doesn't mean that you have to be unhappy, or someone can be irritable, but that doesn't mean they have to bring that into, like, your world. So he should... if well, you, And you can explain this to him. Like, it's okay for him to be, like, annoyed and irritated about this test. He's clearly not... It's, like, frustrating to take it three times and still not get the score that you want. But what he has to do is sort of feel that, like, like he can feel that but not bring that into your relationship because that's a separate thing. Like, you're not taking yeah. the MCAT. You don't have – you shouldn't have to be dealing with, like, the stress of it. You can be there to support him while he de deals with the stress of it. But, like, it's not your stress, not your test. Yeah, agreed. And, I mean, if something – yeah, it's – I would say – I wouldn't say like break up with him because of this, but no, like I, maybe seriously have a conversation and express how you feel and, and maybe give him some like specific ideas or like block off certain amounts of time where like you get to, you get your own yeah. attention and energy and like he can give back to you. Like exactly. Right. Like it's good to be able to support someone you're with when they're going through some annoying shit, but like the person also needs to both like be really grateful about grateful for that. I feel like it's important, especially if you're like in this role where you're constantly giving that the person acknowledge that often and be like, I really appreciate that, that you're being so helpful and so kind and so understanding while I'm going through this and like, right. let me do something for you or let me just even acknowledge, just acknowledging what you do. Cause it sounds like you're feeling like unappreciated mm -hmm. and dealing with someone who's not the person that they were before you were uh, before they were doing this test. Right. Not acting like the person they were. Right. And like if you say you really see a future, like when you have like kids, if one of your kids has like a problem, like are you just gonna have to handle everything and like hold all the emotions of like your entire family? Like it's just 
Right. Yeah. He's a pediatric heart surgeon, so like he clearly, if he wants to be a pediatric heart surgeon, it's clearly going to be a stressful job. I don't think that's like a chill job. Yeah. So he's clearly only going to get more stressed after he takes the MCAT. Right. That's not even like, for, okay, so then you have to think like, okay, fine, maybe once he passes the test, it'll be over, but then he's going to have to take the boards. Yeah. And then he's going to have to place in residency. There's always something gonna, else. Yeah. Especially doctors like a high stress job, so I would either like get used to being with someone who's stressed and reacts in this way or get get him to change the way that he reacts if you can. Yeah. Or if you can't, then I mean really consider if that's the life you want because this isn't like a test and it's done. Right. It's not like he's taking the SATs and right. then like they're over. Right. It's like he's taking the the MCAT is just like the first in many stressful things. And med school is stressful, I hear. Right. Yeah, I know from experience. <laughs> so they um, say. Yeah, no, and it's yeah, it's definitely important to I also I don't I don't know how old you are or he is, but it could be a maturity thing. Like he's just maybe not like fully mature enough to like handle things like this but i hopefully in life like you get more mature so the general advice is just to express your needs yeah and how you're feeling and like see how he reacts if he reacts in a way of like oh i'm so appreciative and i'm sorry that i've been like either neglecting you or like not giving as much as i should or have um then i think it's something you can work on if he responds in like an angry way or a way where he's like i'm not like i'm so stressed you're just adding more stress to my life yeah. And he's not like a real a partner who's like effectively communicating with you and who really cares about your needs in the relationship. And you should rethink the entire thing, I think. Yeah. Agreed. Or like try to fix something. Figure, work together to fix something if you've been with him so long and exactly. you value each other. That was our dear batch. If you have a question, uh, dear listeners, um, <laughs> please email us at slappedatbatches.com and we will try to answer it as yeah. As lovely in a, as lovely a way as we just did. yeah, and be sure to compliment us in your intro. Yes, that's our will. favorite part. Okay, let's even if we're pressed game. for time, we will still include that. So I forgot to mention to you that I actually got the most amazing pair of sheets from this company, Parachute Home. They are incredible. Speaking of going back to bed, um, they are like the softest, nicest sheets. They're like this really pretty, like blue color that's just like matches my skin tone really nicely. And um, you should totally get them. <laughs> Bring out the non-blue in your eyes. It does. It does. It does. Um, how was, like, the packaging? It was, like, very classy and nice. It was so much better than going to, like, Bed Bath & Beyond and just buying, like, a random a random thing. They're, so they're direct-to-consumer. Um, they, like, cut out the middleman. And you get a 60-night trial so you can test your sheets for, like, two months. And you can send them back free shipping if – if you don't like them, but like you'll probably like them. I feel like it's so important to have good sheets because you spend like, as we were saying, for either from anywhere from five to fourteen hours on them. Yeah, a night. And just like, what else is like touching your body that much? It should be like really high quality. Right. And uh, yeah, and, I, and these it, are made in Europe, right? Yeah, they're made in Europe. They're designed in Venice Beach, and they also, but what I like most about them is that they don't have chemicals or synthetics on them. So you're not like sleeping in like gross things. You're actually sleeping in like really nice natural thread and it's really high quality. You should try them. I'm definitely going to, um, I'm really excited. I really like, like, like a nice, like crisp set of like linen sheets. It makes me feel like a queen. Yes. Well, these are very <laughs> crisp. Yeah. So, Betches, listeners, everybody, if you want to try these sheets, which I highly recommend, you should visit parachutehome.com slash betches. You'll get free shipping and free returns on everything at Parachute, and it'll be really, really awesome. Remember, parachutehome.com slash betches. <laughs> Let's play some games. You okay. Play games? One second, sorry. I'll call um, it your mother. Okay, why don't you start? Okay. 
speaking of being on an airplane, would you rather sit in the middle seat of every flight for the rest of your life but go on five vacations a year or go on one vacation every five years sitting first class? I think I'd rather sit in the middle seat and go on five vacations a year. Me too. Because then you relax on the vacation. You just have a really bad flight. Right. I just like, I feel like a flight is such a short part of the trip. Like it seems like a really long part. And first class is amazing. I have to like definitely give that. But it's also like, you'd want like more experiences rather than, than more first class. No, like less first class, fine, but like yeah. more like trips right. and experiences again. It's like, okay, it's annoying because, like, okay, and if you were going like five trips to like Dubai a year, like, sure. That would suck, but yeah. But in general, it's like such a short part of the trip. But you got to go to, right, it's such a uh, small part of your life compared to like all the other uncomfortable things you have to go through. So at least you're going through discomfort to go on vacation. Exactly. Um, Would you rather eat one meal for the rest of your life um, of your choice, but you have to eat it every time, or not be able to eat your top 10 favorite foods ever again? I think I would rather not be able to eat my top 10 favorite foods because then I could grow new favorites. You think it would be that easy? Maybe, yeah. (laughs) And then, really? I'm thinking about life without my favorite foods. That would suck, but um, it would be fine. Probably. What about you? I don't know. Like, what if like the food was like macaroni and cheese, and I had to give it up? Well, you could also eat that for every meal for the rest of your life. That also doesn't sound that appealing. <laughs> My stomach would hurt. I know. My stomach hurts now from just everything we've eaten. Okay, new game. No, you didn't decide. Um, pick one. Pick one. I think I guess not being able to eat your top ten because there are a lot of there are a lot of other foods. there are a lot of fish in the sea and there are a lot of foods out right. there in the world. Right, exactly. Could discover new foods. Okay, um, would you rather sleep fourteen hours every day or five hours every day? Um, I do sleep five hours every day. Would you rather sleep fourteen? Yeah, that's like okay. I I sort of agree with the fourteen, but it's like if you sleep five, you have nine hours extra a day to like do things. And that is very significant over the course of your life. That's probably like an extra like 10 years that you're living. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Well, I actually currently sleep about five hours a day. So I'm already embodying this. Would you rather? Yeah, I mean, eight is obviously the ideal amount of time to sleep, right? Yeah. I probably sleep closer not. to 10. Yeah. I'm definitely not getting any 14 hours eight. is like an absurdly long period of time. But it's like nice. it does sound relaxing. I think, okay, I've slept, the, I've, the only times I've even been able to sleep 14 hours is when I'm like extremely sleep deprived. Um, yeah. I could I could sleep 14 hours if you give every me Every day? No, but it has to be every day. That's the whole point. No, I couldn't. I can sleep five hours every day. No, but the whole point is like your body is either allows you easily to sleep 14 hours or five hours. Yeah, five. Five. I think five too, just because like I feel like I miss out on like a lot of major events by sleeping 14 hours every night. Well, it depends how you schedule your hours. What would you do like eight to like 8 p.m. to like 10 a.m.? No, no, no. That's 14 hours. Well, I'm more of like a midnight to two kind of girl. <laughs> Start your day in the evening. Yeah. Be, if I had a pick, that I would, would pick be the if set. you had to sleep fourteen hours. It would, what about what about five? Um, midnight to five. That's kind of that's not what I do. I'm more like I'm more on like a a one thirty to six thirty schedule. One thirty to seven. I can't Currently, believe you're up that early. Yeah, and thinking about all kinds of happy things. No, I'm just having extreme anxiety every morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, fair enough. Okay. And our final game is Shoot, Fuck, Mary, um, with a big dream team this week. Oh, God. So we've got uh, Vanderpump Rules' James Kennedy, <laughs> who I just feel like is the worst person Ever. out there. Ever. I just feel like he's like so terrible. Something wrong. There's wrong something with so him. like mean about him. It's like we- it's like he's scary mean. Yeah, he would hurt you like physically. Okay. He would collect neo-Nazi memorabilia. James Kennedy, Sean Spicer, and Paul Ryan. Oh God. Okay. That's so hard. I'm Shoot a- James Kennedy. No, I think I'm I'm shooting um, Sean Spicer. Maybe because not only is he like like terrible and kind of annoying and like leaves his Venmo account open to the public. He does a lot of and really dumb and dots. Do- <laughs> he's like a, he's like <laughs> an embarrassing hates or hates dipping dots. He's just like an embarrassed. I would just like not want him as like a husband. He'd be like embarrassing for me, and I wouldn't want him. I want to have sex with him because he's like gross. doofus and yeah. he's gross. So I'd I shoot him. I think I'd have sex with James Kennedy and like hate myself for the rest of my life. But marry Paul and Ryan. Ma- marry Paul Ryan because he's the hottest. He's not even that he's the hottest. He is. He's like, I feel like he's just having a bad phase in life and maybe one day he'll look back and be like, I can't believe I did that. Right. I kind of think that he might not be a bad husband either. Yeah. Like he's probably a nice guy. He works out. Yeah, he works out. He makes poor decisions regarding photo shoots. Yeah. And he's good looking. He really is. Every time I see him like chilling for some bullshit Republican cause, I'm like... You're really good looking, at least. You know what I th- think of him as? I think of him as the Ryan Howard of um, he looks the Republican like Party. Because he kind of looks like him, and I feel like he probably kind of acts like him. Like, yeah. in, like, way that he, like, would roll his eyes when someone said something. Or, like, you know, because Ryan, it's, like, funny because Ryan Howard in the office is also kind of, a like, a douchebag. Yeah. But, like, in, like, a subtle way. Yeah. Which is, I feel like, what Paul Ryan I also happen to think that Paul Ryan is smart. Like, he's probably, he's an intelligent guy. Like, from everything that I've learned from watching hours and hours right. and hours of CNN in my time that I'm not sleeping. Um, he's a smart guy. Like, actually, he just doesn't believe just what I believe. He's making poor choices. He just doesn't believe what I believe. But he's still smart. That's fine. That's fair. You're allowed. Okay, so are you with me then on the killing of Sean Spicer? I'm with you on the killing of Sean Spicer. This is not a threat. This is hypothetical. This is extremely hypothetical. We um, don't have the energy to do any of these things. (laughs) Wait, what was the thing? Oh, Oh, graffiti. Oh, my God. We passed by a lot of graffiti on our trip from the airport to this recording studio, and we were just thinking, like, oh, my God. Like, who has the energy? Also, like, the ones that are, like, on, like, the, like, the billboards or the streets. Like, you had to, like... Get your ass up in the middle of the night, probably, so that no one would stop you. And then, like, what? Climb like a tree to get to like to scribble yeah. some shit on that billboard. Yeah, like you had. There are so many better things you could be doing, like catching up on your DVR. Like, I don't know what's wrong with those people. Like, there's so much effort. So I wonder much if they effort. take like an Adderall and then go graffiti. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I can't relate. I can't relate. You can't relate to the graffiti lifestyle? No, I can't. You have to be so bored, but also determined. Also, like, you can't even make out a lot of the shit that they're writing. I don't even, is it just to spray? It's also expensive, right? How much those spray cans can't be cheap. You could die when you fall from like some giant height that you, it's just a bad idea. Graffiti's just gotta be a dying industry. Yeah. No, I don't feel like it is. Um, (laughs) We should probably like start some sort of cause. For struggling graffiti artists who no, have a lot anti-graffiti. of anti-graffiti. I feel like graffiti art, they they probably are sect in society. You have a lot of drive. They just need a better channel to put into. They're getting up, they're climbing the trees, they're graffitiing the signs. Right. They're out there. They're <laughs> actually like probably kind of someone you would want to hire to like paint your house. Right. 
We should start a fund. Yeah. For refor reformed, reformed graffiti, graffiti artists. And on that note, we're going to go. It's been real. It's time for bed. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Betches.